Hare Krishna everybody, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. We've been hearing uh, how Lord Chaitanya has been walking from um, the house of Advaita Acharya down to Jagannath Puri. And on the way he stopped at Rimuna and related the story of the Chirachori Gopinath, the, um, the story of Madhavendapuri actually, and how he stole the sweet rice, how Gopinath in Rimuna stole the sweet rice for Madhavendapuri, along, along, along with the rest of Madhavendapuri's pastimes. So now he's walking and walking, and now he's come to the place of the deity, Shakshi Gopal. <clears throat> and in this way, we're cruising through the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the most wonderful uh, thing in the world. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was very attached to the Chaitanya Charitamrita and one day he was giving a lecture in Munjer in Bengal near the Ganga and there was an earth tremor and it caused the Ganga to rise up a little bit and then recede. After this he said in due course the Mahapralaya devastating floods will inundate the entire universe. If you attempt to survive by swimming in that deluge, then do not neglect to take hold of Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Or if you cannot hold all three, then release Bhagavad Gita. If necessary, you may also relinquish Srimad Bhagavatam. But under no circumstances, release your hold and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. For this, if this one book remains, then the flood can do no actual damage, because after it has subsided, the message of Shastra can be revived from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita alone, it being the essence of all Shastra. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Vinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinda Chapter 5 The Activities of Sakshi Gopal Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur gives the following summary of the fifth chapter in his Amrita Privaha Basha. After passing through Yajapur, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu reached the town of Kataka or Katak, <clears throat> and there went to see the temple of Sakshi Gopal. While there, he heard the story of Sakshi Gopal from the mouth 
of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. Once there were two brahmanas, one elderly and the other young, who were inhabitants of a place known as Vidyanagar. Vidyanagar. After, tour, after touring many places of pilgrimage, the two brahmanas finally reached Vrindavan. The elderly brahmana was very satisfied with the service of the young brahmana and he wanted to offer him his youngest daughter in marriage. <clears throat> the young brahmana received the promise of his elder before the Gopal deity of Vrindavan. Thus the Gopal deity acted as a witness. When the two brahmanas returned to Vidyanagar, the younger brahmana raised the question of this marriage, but the elderly brahmana, due to, due to obligations to his friends and wife, answered that he could not remember his promise. Because of this, the younger brahmana returned to Vrindavan and narrated the whole story to Gopalji. <clears throat> Thus Gopalji, being obliged by the young man's devotional service, accompanied him to southern India. Gopalji followed the younger, younger brahmana who could hear the tinkling sound of Gopal, Gopalji's ankle bells. When, when all the respectable gentlemen of Vidyanagar were assembled, Gopalji testified to the promise of the elderly brahmana. Thus the marriage was performed. Later, the king of that country constructed a fine temple for Gopal. <clears throat> Afterwards, King Purushottam Dev of Orissa was insulted by the king of Vidyanagar, who refused to give him his daughter in marriage and called him a sweeper of Lord Jagannath. With the help of Lord Jagannath, King Purushottam Dev fought the king of Vidyanagar and defeated him. Thus he took charge of both the king's daughter and his kingdom as well. At that time, Gopalji, being very much obligated by the devotional service of King Purushottam Dev, was brought to the town of Katak. After hearing this narration, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited the temple of Gopal in great ecstasy of love of God. From Katak, he went to Bhuvaneshwar and saw the temple of Lord Shiva. In this way, he gradually arrived at Kamalapur, and on the banks of the Bargi River, he came to the temple of Lord Shiva, where he entrusted his sannyas staff to Nityananda Prabhu. However, Nityananda Prabhu broke the staff into three pieces and threw it into the Bargi River. At a place known as Atarnala, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became angry at not getting his staff back Thus he left the company of Nityananda Prabhu and went alone to see the Jagannath temple. Text 1 <clears throat> I offer my respectful obeisances <clears throat> under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Brahmanya Deva. I offer my respectful obeisances under the Supreme Personality of God, Brahmanya Deva, who appeared as Sakshi Gopal to benefit a Brahmana. For 100 days, he traveled through the country, walking on his own legs. Thus, his activities are wonderful.
Text 2. All glories to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All glories to Lord Nityananda Prabhu. All glories to Sri Advaita Prabhu. And all glories to all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Text 3. Walking and walking, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his party finally arrived at Yajapur on the river Vaitarani. There he saw the temple of Varahadev and offered obeisances unto him. In the temple of Rahadev, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu engaged in chanting and dancing and offering prayers. He passed that night into the temple. He passed that night in the temple. <clears throat> Afterwards, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to the town of Kataka to see the temple, the temple, and to see the temple of the witness Gopal. When he saw the deity of Gopal, Lord Chaitanya was very much pleased by his beauty. Text six. While there, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu engaged in chanting and dancing for some time, and being overwhelmed, he offered many prayers to Gopal. Text seven. That night. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed in the temple of Gopal and along with all the devotees he heard the narration of the witness Gopal with great pleasure. Text 8 Previously, when Nityananda Prabhu had toured all over India to see different places of pilgrimage, he, had also, he, he also had come to see Sakshi Gopal at Kataka. Text 9 at that time, Nityananda Prabhu heard this, had heard the story of Shakshi Gopal from the townspeople. He now recited this again, and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this narration with great pleasure. Purport The Sakshi Gopal temple is situated between the Kurdha Road, between the Kurdha Road railway station and the Jagannath Puri station. The deity is not presently situated in Katak, but when Nityananda Prabhu traveled there, the deity was present. Kataka is in a town of Orissa situated on the Mahanadi River. <clears throat> when Sakshi Gopal was brought from Vidyanagar in southern India, he stayed for some time at Kataka. Thereafter, he was situated for some time in the Jagannath Temple. It seems that in the temple of Jagannath there was some disagreement between Jagannath and Sakshi Gopal. The disagreement called Prema Kalaha, a quarrel of love. In order to settle this love quarrel, the king of Orissa constructed a village about 11 miles from Jagannath Puri. The village was called Satyavadi <clears throat> and Gopal was stationed there. Thereafter, a new temple was constructed. Now there is a Sakshi Gopal station and people go to Satyabadi to see the witness Gopal. Text 10 Formerly at Vidyanagar in South India there were two brahmanas who made a long tour to see different places of pilgrimage. First of all they visited Gaya, then Kashi, then Prayag, 
Finally, with great pleasure, they came to Mathura. After reaching Mathura, they started visiting the temple, the different forests of Vrindavan, and came to Govardhan Hill. They visited all twelve forests, vanas, and at last came to the town of Vrindavan. Purport The five forests situated on the eastern side of the river Yamuna are Bhadra, Bilva, Loha, Bandir, and Mahavan. The seven forests situated on the western side of the Yamuna are Madhu, Tala, Kamuda, Bahula, Kamya, Kadira, and Vrindavan. <clears throat> After visiting all these forests, these pilgrims went to a place known as Panchakroshi, Vrindavan. Out of the twelve forests, the Vrindavan forest extends from the town of Vrindavan up to Nandagram and Varshana, a distance of 32 miles, within which the Panchakroshi, Vrindavan town, is situated. Text 13 In the village of Panchakroshi, Vrindavan, at the site where the Govinda temple is now situated, <clears throat> there was a great temple where gorgeous worship of Gopal was performed. After taking baths at different bathing places along the river Yamuna, such as Keshigat and Kaliagat, the pilgrims visited the temple of Gopal. Afterwards, they took rest in that temple. The beauty of the Gopal deity stole away their minds, and feeling great happiness, they remained there for two or four days. One of the two brahmanas was an old man, and the other was young. <clears throat> the young man was assisting the old one. Indeed, the young brahmana always rendered service to the older one, and the old man, being very satisfied with his service, was pleased with him. The older man told the younger, You have rendered various types of service to me, you have assisted me in traveling to all these places of pilgrimage. Even my own son does not render such service. By your mercy, I did not become fatigued while on this tour. If I did not show you any respect, I would be ungrateful. Therefore, I promise to give you my daughter in, in charity. 21. The younger Brahmana replied, Dear sir, my dear sir, please hear me. You are saying something very unusual. Such a thing never happens. You are a most aristocratic family man, well-educated and very rich. I am not at all aristocratic, and I am without a decent education and have no wealth. Purport. <clears throat> Due to pious activities, one can be enriched by four opulences. One may obtain birth in an aristocratic family, become highly educated, become very beautiful, or get a great quantity of riches. These are symptoms of pious activities <clears throat> performed in one's pious life, past life. In India, there is, there, it is still current for an aristocratic family never to consider a marriage uh, with a common family. Though the caste may be the same, to maintain the aristocracy 
such marriages are rejected. No poor man will dare marry the daughter of a rich man. Because of this, when the elderly Brahmana offered the younger Brahm young Brahmana his daughter, the young Brahmana did not believe that it would be possible to marry her. Therefore he asked the elderly Brahmana why he was proposing something unprecedented, a sambhava. It was unheard of for an aristocratic person to offer his daughter to a person who was both uneducated and poor. Text 23 Sir, I am not a suitable bridegroom for your daughter. I render service to you only for the satisfaction of Krishna. Purport Both Brahmanas were pure Vaishnavas. The younger man the younger man took special care of the older one simply to please Krishna. In Srimad Bhagavatam 11.19.21 Krishna says Madbhakta Pujabjadika It is better to render service to my devotee. Thus, according to the Gaudiya Vaishnava philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it is better to be a servant of the servant of God. Hmm. Thus, according to the Gaudiya Vaishnava philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it is better to be a servant of the servant of God. One should not try to serve Krishna directly. A pure Vaishnava serves a servant of Krishna and identifies himself as a servant of a servant of Krishna. This is pleasing to Lord Krishna. Srila <clears throat> Naratam Das Thakur confirms this philosophy. Chadiya Vaishnava Seva Nistara Keba. Unless one serves a liberated Vaishnava, he cannot attain liberation by directly serving Krishna. He must serve the servant of Krishna. Text 24. Lord Krishna is very much pleased by service rendered to a brahmana and when the Lord is pleased the opulence of one's devotional service increases. <clears throat> in this regard Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati purport in this regard Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur comments that the younger brahmana rendered service to the older one with the purpose of pleasing Krishna. <clears throat> It was not a matter of ordinary worldly dealings. Krishna is pleased when a Vaishnava is rendered service. Because the younger Brahmana served the older one, Lord Gopal agreed to become, a, to become a witness of the marriage negotiation in order to maintain the prestige of both devotees. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would certainly not, not have liked to hear about marital dealings unless such dealings were exchanged between two Vaishnavas. Marriage arrangements and ceremonies belong to, the, to ordinary material karmakanda sections of the scriptures. The Vaishnavas, however, are not interested in any kind of karmakanda dealings. Chilinartam Das Thakur says, Karmakanda, Jnana Karma, Kevala Vishya Rabanda. For a Vaishnava, the Karmakanda 
and Jnanakanda sections of the Vedas are unnecessary. Indeed, a real Vaishnava takes these sections as a pot of a poison pot, Vishira Banda. Sometimes we take part in a marriage ceremony for our disciples, but this does not mean that we are interested in Karmakanda activities. Sometimes, not knowing the Vaishnava philosophy, an outsider criticizes such activity, maintaining that a sannyasi should not take part in a marriage ceremony between a young boy and a young girl. However, this is not a karmakanda activity because our purpose is to spread the Krishna consciousness movement. We are giving all facility to the general populace to take to Krishna consciousness and in order to fix the devotees in concentration on the service of the Lord, marriage is sometimes allowed. We have experienced that such married couples actually render very important service to the mission. Therefore, one should not misunderstand when a sannyasi takes part in a marriage ceremony. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu took great pleasure in hearing about the marriage ceremony between the young brahmana and the daughter of the elderly brahmana. Text 25 The older brahmana replied, My dear boy, do not doubt me. I will give you my daughter in charity. I have already decided this. The younger brahmana, the young brahmana said, You have a wife and sons, and you have a large circle of relatives and friends. Without the consent of all your friends and relatives, it is not possible to give me your daughter in charity. Just consider the story of Queen Rukmini and her father, Bhishmaka. King Bhishmaka wanted to give his daughter, Rukmini, in charity to Krishna. But Rukmi, his elder, eldest brother, objected. Therefore, he could not carry out his decision. Purport As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.52.25 Bandhunam ichchitam datum Krishnaya Bhaginin Nripa Tato Nirvarya Krishna Dvid Rukmi Chaidyam Amanyata King Bhishmaka of Vidarbha wanted to offer Krishna his daughter Rukmini. King Bhishmaga of Vidarbha wanted to offer Krishna his daughter Rukmini, but Rukmi, the eldest of, the f of his five sons, objected. Therefore, Bhishmaka withdrew his decision and decided to offer Rukmini to the king of Chedi, Shishupal, who was a cousin of Krishna's. However, Rukmini conceived of a trick. She sent a letter to Krishna asking him to kidnap her. Thus, in order to please Rukmini, who was his great devotee, Krishna kidnapped her. There ensued a great fight between Krishna and the opposing party, headed by Rukmini's brother Rukmi. Rukmi was defeated, and because of his harsh words against Krishna, was about to be killed. But, when he, was, but he was saved at the request of Rukmini, However, Krishna shaved off all of Rukmi's hair with his sword. Sri Balaram did not like this. 
And so to please Rukmini, Balaram rebuked Krishna. These things are going on even in the pastimes of Krishna. Text 29 The elderly Brahmana said, My daughter is my own property. If I choose to give my property to someone, who has the power to stop me? Text 30 My dear boy, I will give my daughter to you in charity and I will neglect the position of all others. Don't doubt me in this regard. Just accept my proposal. 31. The younger Brahmana replied, if you, if you have decided to give your younger daughter to me, then say so before the Gopal deity. Coming before Gopal, the elderly Brahmana said, My dear Lord, please witness that I have given my daughter to this boy. Purport. In India, it is still the custom for a daughter to be offered to someone simply by word. This is called Bhagdata. This means that the father, brother, or guardian of a girl has given his word that she will be married to a certain man. Consequently, that daughter cannot be married to anyone else. <clears throat> she is reserved by virtue of the honest words of the father or guardian. There are many instances in which the parents of a female child have given someone a verbal promise that their daughter will be married to his son. Both parties agree to wait until the boy and girl are grown up and then the marriage takes place. Following this custom, which is very old in India, the elderly Brahmana promised to give his daughter to the younger Brahmana in charity and he promised this before the Gopal deity. In India, the custom is to honor any promise made before the deity. Such a promise cannot be cancelled. In Indian villages, whenever there is a quarrel between, between two parties, they go to a temple to settle the quarrel. Whatever is spoken in front of the deity is taken to be true, for no one would dare lie before the deity. The same principle was followed in the battle, battle of Kurukshetra. Therefore, in the very beginning of Bhagavad Gita, it is stated, Dharma Chetre Kurukshetre. By not becoming God conscious, human society is deteriorating to the lowest standard of animal life. This Krishna consciousness movement is very essential to reviving God consciousness among the general populace. If people actually become God conscious, all quarrels can be settled outside of court, as happened in the case of the two Brahmanas, whose disagreement was settled by the witness Gopal. Text 33 Then the younger Brahmana addressed the deity, saying, My dear Lord, you are my witness. I shall call for you to testify if it is necessary later on. Text 34 After these talks, the two Brahmanas started for home. As usual, the young Brahmana accompanied the elderly Brahmana as if the older Brahmana were a guru, spiritual master, and rendered him service in various ways. Text 35 After returning to Vidyanagar, each Brahmana went to his respective home. 
After some time, the elderly brahmana became very anxious. He began to think, I have given my word to a brahmana in a holy place, and what I promised will certainly come to pass. I must now disclose this to my wife, sons, other relatives and friends. Text 37 Thus, one day, the elderly brahmana called for a meeting of all his relatives and friends, and before them all, he narrated what had taken place in front of Gopal. When those who belonged to the family circle heard the narration of the old brahmana, they made exclamations showing their disappointment. They all requested that he not make such a proposal again. They unanimously agreed, if you offer your daughter to a degraded family, your aristocracy will be lost. When people hear of this, they will make jokes and laugh at you. Text 40 The elderly brahmana said, How can I undo the promise I made in a holy place while on pilgrimage? Whatever may happen, I must give him my daughter in charity. 41 The relatives unanimously said, If you give your daughter to that boy, we shall give up all connection with you. Indeed, his wife and sons declared, If such a thing happens, we shall take poison and die. Family Attachment Kijai Text 42 <clears throat> The elderly Brahmana said, If I do not give my daughter to the young Brahmana, he will call Sri Gopalji as a witness. Thus he will take my daughter by force. And in that case, my religious principles will become meaningless. His son replied, The deity may be a witness, but he is in a distant country. How can he come to bear witness against you? Why are you so anxious over this? Text 44 You do not have to flatly deny that you spoke such a thing. There is no need to make a false statement. Simply say that you do not remember what you have said, what you said. If you simply say, I do not remember, I shall take care of the rest. By argument, I shall defeat the young Brahmana. Purport The son of the elderly Brahmana was an atheist and a follower of the Raghunatha Smriti. He was very expert in dealing with pounds, shillings, pence, but he was fool number one. <clears throat> Consequently, he did not believe in the spiritual position of the deity nor did he have any faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, as a typical idol worshipper, he considered the form of the Lord to be made of stone or wood. Thus he assured his father that the witness was only a stone deity and was not capable of speaking. Besides that, he assured his father that the deity was situated far away and consequently he could not come to bear witness. In essence, he was saying, have no anxiety, you do not have to lie directly, but you should speak like a diplomat, like King Yudhishthir, when he spoke to Dronacharya, Ashwatthama Hata Iti Gaja. Following this principle, simply say that you do not remember anything and are completely unaware of the statements 
given by of the young Bra by the young brahmana if you make the background like that i shall know how to fill in the argument and defeat him by word jugglery <laughs> thus i shall save you from having to give your daughter to him in this way our aristocracy will be saved you have nothing to worry about text 46 When the elderly Brahmana heard this, his mind became very much agitated. Feeling helpless, he simply turned his attention to the lotus feet of Gopal. The elderly Brahmana prayed, My dear Lord Gopal, I have taken shelter at your lotus feet, and therefore I request you to please protect my religious principles from disturbance, and at the same time save my kinsmen from dying. 48. The next day the elderly Brahmana was thinking deeply about this matter when the young Brahmana came to his house. 49. The young Brahmana came to him and offered respectful obeisances. Then very humbly folding his hands, he spoke as follows. You have promised to give your daughter in charity to me. Now you do not say anything. What is your conclusion? Text 51. <clears throat> After the young Brahmana submitted this statement, the elderly Brahmana remained silent. Taking this opportunity, his son immediately came out with a stick to strike the younger man. The son said, Oh, you, most, you are most degraded. You want to marry my sister, just like a dwarf who wants to catch the moon. 53. Seeing a stick in the hand of, hand of the sun, the younger Brahman fled. The next day, however, he gathered together all the people of the village. 54. All the people of the village then called for the elderly Brahmana and brought him to their meeting place. The young Brahmana then began to speak before them as follows. <clears throat> this gentleman has promised to hand over his daughter to me, yet now he does not follow his promise. Please ask him about his behavior. Text 56. All the people gathered there asked the elderly Brahmana, If you have already promised to give him your daughter in charity, why are you not fulfilling your promise? You have given your word of honor. 57. The elderly Brahmana said, My dear friends, please hear what I have to submit. I do not exactly remember making a promise like that. Text 58. When the, elderly, when the elderly Brahmana's son heard this, he took the opportunity to juggle some words. Becoming very impudent, he stood before the assembly and spoke as follows. While touring various holy places of pilgrimage, my father carried much money. Seeing the money, this rogue decided to take it away. There is no one besides this man with there was no one besides this man with my father, giving him an intoxicant known as Dutura to eat. This rogue made my father mad. sixty one. Having taken all my father's money, this rogue claimed that it was taken by some thief. 
Now he is claiming that my father has promised to give him his daughter in charity. Text 62. All of you assembled here are gentlemen. Please judge whether it is befitting to offer this poor brahmana my father's daughter. Hearing all these statements, all the people gathered there became a little doubtful. <clears throat> they thought it quite possible that because of attraction for riches, one might give up his religious principles. At that time, the young brahmana said, My dear gentlemen, please hear. Just to gain victory in an argument, this man is lying. Being very satisfied with my service, this brahmana said to me of his own accord, I promise to hand over my daughter to you. At that time, I forbade him to do this, telling him, O best of the brahmanas, I am not a fit husband for your daughter. Whereas you are a learned scholar, a rich man belonging to an aristocratic family, I am a poor, I am a poor man uneducated and with no claim to aristocracy. Still, this brahmana insisted. Again and again, he asked me to accept his proposal, saying, I have given you my daughter. Please accept her. I then said, Please hear. You are a learned brahmana. Your wife, friends and relatives will never agree to this proposal. My dear sir, you will not be able to fulfill your promise. Your promise will be broken. Yet again and again, the Brahmana emphasized his promise. 71. I have offered you my daughter. Do not hesitate. She is my daughter and I shall give her to you. Who can forbid me? 72. At that time, I concentrated my mind and requested the Brahmana to make the promise before the Gopal deity. Then this gentleman said in front of the Gopal deity, My dear Lord, please bear witness, I have offered my daughter to this Brahmana in charity. Accepting the Gopal deity as my witness, I then submitted the following at his lotus feet. If this brahmana later hesitates to give me his daughter, my dear Lord, I shall call on you as a witness. Please note this with care and attention. Thus I have called upon a great personality in this transaction. I have asked the Supreme Godhead to be my witness. The entire world accepts the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport. Although the young Brahmana described himself as having no claims to aristocracy and being an uneducated common man, still he had one good qualification. He believed that the Supreme Personality of Godhead was the topmost authority. He accepted the words of Lord Krishna without hesitation and he had firm faith in the Lord's consistency. According to Prahlad Maharaj, another authority on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, such a staunch and faithful devotee of the Lord must be understood to be a most learned scholar, 
Tanmanye Ditam Utamam Bhagavatam 7.5.24 A pure devotee who has firm faith in the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is to be considered a most learned scholar, the most, the topmost aristocrat and the richest man in the world. All godly qualities automatically exist in such a devotee. In the preaching work of the Krishna Consciousness Movement, we as the servants of the servant of the servant of the servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead fully believe in the words of Krishna and his servants, the disciplic succession. In this way we are presenting the words of Krishna throughout the world. Even though we are neither a rich man nor a very learned scholar, and even though we do not belong to any aristocracy, this movement is still being welcomed and is very easily spreading all over the world. Although we are very poor and have no professional source of income, Krishna supplies money whenever we need it. Whenever we need some men, Krishna supplies them. Thus it is stated in Bhagavad Gita 6.22 Yam labdva chaparam labam manyate nadikam tataha Actually, if we can attain the favor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, we do not need anything else. We certainly do not need those things which a mundane person considers to be material assets. Text 77 and 78. <clears throat> Taking this opportunity, the elderly, the elderly Brahmana immediately, immediately confirmed that this was really true. He said, If Gopal personally comes here to serve as a witness, I shall surely give my daughter to the young Brahmana. The elderly Brahmana's son immediately confirmed this saying, yes, this is a very nice settlement. <laughs> Purport As the super-soul within the heart of all living entities, Krishna knows everyone's desire, everyone's request, and everyone's prayer. Although all these may be contradictory, the Lord has to create a situation <clears throat> in which everyone will be pleased. This is an instance of a marriage negotiation between an elderly Brahmana and a youthful one. The elderly Brahmana was certainly willing to give his daughter in charity to the young Brahmana, but his son and relatives became impediments to this transaction. The elderly Brahmana considered how to get out of this situation and still offer his daughter to the young Brahmana. His son, an atheist and a very cunning fellow, was thinking of how to stop the marriage. The father and son were thinking in a contradictory way, yet Krishna created a situation wherein they agreed. They both agreed that if the Gopal deity would come and serve as a witness, the daughter would be given to the young Brahmana. The elderly Brahmana thought, since Lord Krishna is very merciful, 
he will certainly come to prove my statement. The, atheist, the atheistic son thought, <clears throat> It is not possible for Gopal to come and bear witness. Thinking thus, the father and son agreed. <laughs> Text 81 The young Brahmana took this opportunity to speak. Please write this down on paper in black and white so that you may not again change your word of honor. Text 82 All the assembled people got this statement down in black and white and taking the signatures of agreement from both of them served as the mediators. The young, the young Brahmana then said, Will all you gentlemen please, please, hear, please hear me? Will all you gentlemen present please hear me? This elderly Brahmana is certainly truthful and is following religious principles. He had no desire to break his promise, but fearing that his kinsmen would commit suicide, he, devi he deviated from the truth. By the piety of the elderly Brahmana, I shall now call the Supreme Personality of Godhead as a witness. Thus, I shall keep his truthful promise intact. 87, 86 Hearing the emphatic statement of the younger Brahmana, some atheists in the meeting began to cut jokes. However, someone else said, After all, the Lord is merciful, and if He likes, He can come. Hare Krishna. So we'll stop there, at a stopping place. We'll hear about what happens tomorrow. Okay, time for the open mic session. We hope that all of you out there in cyberspace are well and happy. So let's hear some reflections from some of you, or all of you. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> Shila Prabhupada Jai Urupanpara Jai Chitanya Pachitarpuki Jai Shivada Krishna Jai Nityananda Jai Harinam Sankatan Jai Vihingana Bhagavan Jai Okay, we have a little lull in the action here. Yes. 
very much, but I thought it was... A bite? Das Brahmacharya is going to break it open. Go ahead. I just thought it was really interesting how Krishna arranged that even though the son and the father were thinking exactly opposite things, he created a situation where they agreed. Yes. Everything is reconciled within Krishna. Krishna is more intelligent than anyone and everyone put together. Yeah. Very nice. Therefore, whenever we take shelter of Krishna, situations are reconciled. How that happens is beyond our conception. But it's not beyond our conception if we actually accept the inconceivable potency of Krishna. If we hear these pastimes as actual, with faith and love, as, as actual historical events, and, and not just a story, not just a mythology, but an actual history, then our faith in Krishna increases and our affection for Krishna increases. Yes, Krishna can make even contradictory things become reconciled. Somebody else? So first question is from Yudhuttama. Haribo Yudhuttama, Prabhu. He says, Hare Krishna Gurudev, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Prabhupada. Glories to Prabhupada. I hope this isn't too trivial of a question, but why was the young Brahmana so insistent on marrying the Brahmana's daughter? To protect the elder Brahmana's religious principles. He wasn't so eager to marry her. He tried to talk him out of it. He understood the situation. He understood the social constraints, you know, that prevented him from actually, that, that prevented the older Brahmana to uh, fulfill his promise. But the other one promised, and so he said, "All right, if you if you insist, but you have to you have to make this promise in front of a deity," and that made the Brahmana obliged. The elder Brahmana obliged to give the daughter and the younger Brahmana obliged to uh, to try to serve Krishna by, by helping another devotee uh, fulfill his promise, not to break his word, not to break his religious principles. Sometimes those of us raised in the Western world, especially American, England, may have a some hard time understanding how is that possible because, you know, we're living in an impious world where the measure of a man is not, you know, necessarily the word of his honor, except it's a business dealing or something like that, but to, to protect each other's religious principles is like that idea went out of vogue a long time ago. But that's the that's the value of the of the spiritual culture. You know, that's the value of a spiritual society. 
there's a social pressure in the material world to do certain things and act in certain ways and there's also a social pressure in the spiritual communities to act in a certain way social pressure in the society of devotees is to act you know honestly and religiously and, and in a way that Krishna will make Krishna happy from Rati Mandrari? Yes, Rati. She says, Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Tonight we heard another beautiful pastime, or part of it at least. I liked how the young Brahmin is so determined not to have the older Brahmin break his word. He didn't even know the daughter, or if he liked her at all. He simply acted to protect the Brahmin's honor. Yes. Correct. <coughs> Correct. Because Krishna was in the center. When we put Krishna in the center, then, like like it was said, like one of the purports said, that in the, in the villages of India, if there's a dispute, they come before the deities. And because everyone was so religious, and the Krishna was the, they accepted Krishna as the absolute truth, the all-powerful, supreme, personality of God, then they would never dare to say a lie in front of the deity. This is the, so this is the source of all, the, the source of uh, solution of all material problems. Put Krishna in the center, follow his rules, follow his desire to please him. Anything can be reconciled, and any, any any situation can be corrected that it, that has gone off the, the path. Even now, even today, when 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 devotees become when non devotees become devotees, they change in their character. Prabhupada mentions it again and again in his purports. Their effulgence changes, their habits change. Their yeah, they be, they become uh, full of good qualities. Because that's the quality of the soul. The actual quality of the soul is given there in the beginning of the 16th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. All the divine qualities. Honor, truthfulness, peacefulness, simplicity, charity, thoughtfulness, learned, religiousness, wisdom, vigor, fortitude, all these things they all are what make up character and the character of the soul in the spiritual world, the spiritual body is full of these divine qualities that's why when we go to the spiritual world and we don't have the material modes of nature to deal with then it's easier for us to get along together because there life is simple the, the, the purpose of life is to please Krishna and there is no other purpose in life. It's simple. Hare Krishna.
Okay, 10 after, it's almost an hour. We'll stop for today and eagerly anticipate getting together tomorrow night to continue this journey of reading all of Srila Prabhupada's major works cover to cover. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Sama Beda Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bol Something's come up. Something's come up. Ratimanjari says she has a related question. Okay, Rati. Tonight we heard about the importance of keeping one's word. In ISKCON, many devotees take vows of initiation, and not all of us are able to keep our vows. How should we, for example, deal with such a situation? How can it be reconciled? If you'd like to, please elaborate on this theme of how to deal with not staying true to one's vows. Before we can become devotees of Krishna, we have to become uh, cultured human beings. And therefore, the animals, they don't have the capacity to follow a vow. They're simply pushed by their senses. And whatever their senses dictate, they do it. They don't have the capacity to uh, control their senses, control their mind, when their mind and senses push them to do something that they, that they know is wrong. And there is such a thing in the human body and mind as conscience. The human being has a conscience. And, you know, if, they're, if we're how do, how do I say, if a devotee becomes a devotee and makes a vow and then lives according to the instructions of the Gita in the mode of goodness, then his capacity, her capacity to follow the vow increases. So how to develop that? Stay in the association of pure devotees. Stay in the association of devotees who are honest. This is the whole one of the, what do they call it, morals of the story that we're, he we're hearing tonight, you know, when it came to actually uh, reconciling, Krishna made a situation so that the, the disagreement, disagreeing people could agree. And what was that? If the Lord came to, to bear witness and the atheist said, that's not possible, I agree. The devotee said, and the older man said, yes, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, if that happens, I, I, I will agree. And then he changed his mind, did you notice? When that happened, he said, yes, what he's saying is actually true. And if the, bear, if the, if the, the Lord comes to bear witness, I will follow through in my promise. So it's simple, actually. The, the, the application may be a little difficult because we're so controlled by the lower modes of nature and due to our association with materialistic society and materialistic people in society like I said before the, the pressure, the social pressure is to do the wrong thing but the association of the devotees the social pressure in the, in the, in the, in the society of devotees kind of 
pressures us or pushes us to do the right thing. Therefore, we should always live in the association of the devotees. Even if we don't live in the temple, literally, we, we get together like we're getting together every day. And we, and we hear about the pastimes of Krishna in the company of devotees. And the very, the very nature of your questions, Rati, are generally along this line, and they help give you strength to be able to fill, fulfill vows. None of us, who feels good? Yet Prabhupada said, a bad person, a good person, when they do something bad, because there's always an opportunity to do something bad in the material world, always. It's the nature of the material world. So if a good person does something bad, then he feels bad. But if a bad person does something bad, he feels good. Because it's fulfilling his sense gratification and that's his actually goal in life. So the only thing that we can do is to change our desires, to change our goal. To, to want to be the master, to be wanting to be the servant. To wanting to please our senses, to, to pleasing Krishna. That's it. It's simple as that. And, 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 if we, and we should never become discouraged if it takes time to do that because we're very heavily conditioned. Some of us more, some of us less. But everyone. The Bhagavad, what does the Gita say? No one from the top of the universe to the bottom uh, is free from the influence of these modes of nature completely. Therefore, I, I was just saying this the other day, maybe it was even yesterday. Anyway, not long ago, we made the point that I, I was listening to Gopi Pranadana give a lecture and he made the point that when, it, when Krishna says that devotee is not disturbed or not uh, is equipoised uh, in happiness and distress it doesn't mean that the source of happiness and the source of the distress are not there they're there the happiness and distress are always there and therefore there's always an opportunity to come in contact with them in the material world because the material world is made up of happiness and distress but the devotee who is in Krishna consciousness doesn't become agitated, doesn't become disturbed by those things we still get sick, we still get old we still leave our bodies even but we don't become disturbed dhiras tatra namuyati one who is dhira, one who is sober in spiritual understanding and one who is actually wise doesn't become disturbed even when it's, he leaves his body because he knows he's not going to die He's just going to leave his body and go to another body. And of course the pure devotees don't go to another material body. They awaken their spiritual body and go directly to the spiritual world. And the key to this, I think, is was in one of the purports that described how the devotee, the real devotee, wants to become the servant of the servant of the servant of the devotee. Doesn't try to go to the, to the deity directly doesn't try to serve the devotee directly doesn't try to serve the deity directly so that was the purity of these pure devotees <clears throat> they, they actually at the end they were willing to act for the pleasure of Krishna both of them were there 
both of them hurt, you know, made their vows in front of the deity. Hare Krishna. We all know this marriage ceremony, the ceremony when you go to the university to get your degree, you have to obey certain rules and regulations. The countries, honor, all these things. It's a good thing to follow the vows. And don't become discouraged if you can't because it's been a long time, we're very conditioned, and it takes time. But it will take less time the more serious we become. And how do we measure, measure our seriousness? By how attentive we are to the details. Hare Krishna. I say this with all affection because I know that Rati has, is attentive to details. She says, thank you for your practical answer that we should do all we can to live in the association of devotees even if only by hearing from them every day. Yeah. Not even. The hearing is most important. There's a reflection from Dhanitai. Haribo Dhanitai. He says, Good evening, Srila Guru Maharaj. Please mm. accept my obeisance. Jai. All glories. Appreciation. In one of the purports, Srila Prabhupada gave the valuable reminder that a promise in front of the deity cannot be cancelled. This brings to my remembrance an advice I once heard Srila Goswami Maharaj give, saying that do not give up what you started, but if needed, find new ways to accomplish your once set goals. Yes, very good. Very good. Yeah, because the material na nature is always changing, the modes are always shifting, and therefore we have to make adjustments accordingly. But the ultimate adjustment is to become Christian conscious. You can't solve material problems with a material adjustment. You can make them by spiritual adjustments. Therefore, to keep ourselves attuned, attuned to the adjustments that need to be made properly, we have to hear and chant an association of the devotees. And by doing that, we get the strength and we get the knowledge, we get everything to act properly. But yes, there's always more than one way to do something. Even in spiritual decisions, there's more than one spiritual way to do something more than one way to please Krishna. Atinurati Manjari says Jai. Oh, okay, Hare Krishna, I'm going to stop here. It's 20 minutes after. We're, we're about we're an hour and 10 minutes in. And thank you so much, everyone, as usual, everyone that doesn't, that don't give uh, reflections and everything. Oh, thank you very much for coming and hearing. And this is the way of spiritual association. It's a way of sadhu sangha that uh, some question and everyone else gets the benefit of the uh, question and the answers and the reflections. And in this way we go forward together. Hare Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Samabeda Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. All glories, Gaur, Premananda, Hari Hari Bo. 
Hare Krishna. We'll see you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same station. Hare Krishna.